Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today reading from uh, John chapter 10. Uh, This is episode 16.3. Let me mark that in my book, my Bible. 16.3. So welcome and thank you for being here. Uh, I'm um, incredibly blessed to be reading again uh, once one more day that I get to read from God's Word and I'm thankful that you're on this journey with me and with Jeremiah as well so uh, even though he's not here for four out of the five days um, so uh, but I am blessed to uh, be able to lead this Bible study and uh, I hope uh, I hope you're uh, as blessed as I am so um, so just some encouraging words. Uh, it just seems we just we just started 2022. This is January of 2022. I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. Uh, it could be, I don't know, 20 years from now. I don't know. But this is 2022. And uh, we just are in the midst of, if you listen to your history, we're in the midst of COVID and all sorts of stuff going on. And um it just feels like there is a lot of um, just unrest and um, people are in disagreements and not on the same page. And it just, there's so many things. And then I just feel like uh, there's just one thing after another with my family and my friends. And uh, I don't know what anybody else's life is like, but that's what it feels like to me. There's always some kind of something going on, but I think that an encouraging word is that God is in control and uh, he, he has a plan. And when you read through your Bible from cover to cover, you can see exactly how God works. And he is very meticulous. He is very orderly. Um, he has a plan. Uh, I don't, for lack of a better way of saying it. So even in the midst of all these things that are going on, um, people getting sick and, um, you know, just so much stuff, people having uh, car accidents or uh, a friend of mine's house just burned down uh, yesterday, which uh, he barely got out uh, unscathed, I think. I don't know. I haven't heard, so I'm still waiting to hear Uh, some message about that. But anyway, I I know that there are horrible things happening, but there is joy and, and good things that are happening too. And I think that if we keep, if we dwell on the negative, you're never going to see the good. So I think that we have to start shifting our focus and, you know, just saying thank you to God for everything that he does for us. So that's my encouraging word for today. Uh, I don't mean to drag out or anything, but I just feel like that was something I wanted to just put out there and say um, just to everybody. So, um, so uh, again, welcome. Thank you for being here. And uh, I'm going to open up in prayer. <clears throat> um, I've been praying a lot uh, over a lot of family and friends lately, and um, I'm just praying for unity. You know, I feel like there's just so, so much um, disagreement going on and everybody's on a different thought process and it's, uh, it's so crazy. And I'm uh, praying for unity, uh, with family and friends and 
government. Uh, it's just, you know, it just, it's not good for everybody to be uh, just so disagreeable. So, so let's pray and, uh, and let's dive into God's word because this is where we find peace and comfort and uh, direction. So, Heavenly Father, Holy God, we are so thankful to be in your presence. We are so humbled and we bow down to you. Uh, if anybody's in the place where they can get on their face, uh, we should get on our faces and bow down to you and lift you up on high. We give you all of the glory, all of the praise, all of the honor. Lord, you are most holy. And uh, we are so thankful that uh, you are guiding and directing us. We are so thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for our sins. Without him, we wouldn't uh, have our salvation. We know that he is the bridge to getting to you. And it is said so many times in our Bible how he is the way, the truth, the life. I mean, I know that that's, you know, everybody thinks that those are cliches, but they're not. That's your word. That's his words. And we know that that is the truth. And we look to you for the truth. So, Lord, bless this moment in time, whatever time it is that uh, the listeners or the watchers are um, joining us. I pray, whether it's the morning, the afternoon, the evening, bless this time, bless them, and um, help us to focus on what is important and uh, empty ourselves clear our minds, clear our, our, our hearts, and just, just fill us with your Holy Spirit and guide us and direct us and uh, reveal to us what it is that you want us to um, understand and learn today. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so <clears throat> chapter 10. Uh, this is uh, interesting. This is all about uh, Jesus and being the good shepherd. So let's begin. Uh, 16.3, episode 16.3. The good shepherd and his sheep. I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will, they will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the, truth, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. 
He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him, and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me, just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep, too, that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me because I've sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my father has commanded. When he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. <clears throat> Some said, he's demon possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to a man like this? Others said, this doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Jesus claims to be the son of God. It was now winter and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah the festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my father's name, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my father has given them to me and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the father, from the father's hand. The father and I are one. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said, at my father's direction, I have done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? They replied, we're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. You, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus replied, it is written in your own scriptures that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say you are gods. And you know that the scriptures cannot be altered. So if those people who receive God's message were called gods, why do you call it blasphemy when I say I am the son of God? After all, the father set me apart and sent me into the world. Don't believe me unless I carry out my father's work. But if I do his work, I believe in the, uh, but if I do his work, believe in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done, even if you don't believe me. Then you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Once again, they tried to arrest him, but he got away and left them. He went beyond the Jordan River near the place where John was first baptizing and stayed there a while, and many followed him. John didn't perform miracle. I'm sorry, John didn't perform miraculous signs, they remarked to one another, but everything he said about this man has come true, and many who were there believed in Jesus. All right, sorry about that. Doing a little underlining there. 
So let's go back to the beginning uh, where Jesus starts talking about being the uh, good shepherd. So uh, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. And the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him. So I'm kind of uh, throwing this out here at, at y'all. So the gatekeeper opens the gate for the shepherd. So, you know, the first thing I thought was maybe the gatekeeper is God. God's opening the gate for Jesus. And of course, the sheep recognize Jesus as the shepherd, the good shepherd. But then when you turn the page, uh, he says, um, I am the gate. So I get, but he, you know, but it, of course, of course he, okay, so. There's a gatekeeper, there's a gate, and then there's the good shepherd. So I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I don't know if I'm like splitting hairs here or what. But <clears throat> what I do know is that <laughs> Jesus is the good shepherd and he, and he shepherds us. And so uh, all who, come, who came before me were thieves and robbers. I think he's alluding again to the uh, Pharisees and the religious leaders that have been, you know, stealing from the people for all these years um, and telling lies. Um, uh, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. This thief, we always know that the thief is Satan. Uh, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sac sacrifices his life for the sheep. True. A hired hand will run uh, when he sees the wolf coming because he doesn't care about the sheep. He doesn't really care about him at all because all he's doing is getting a paycheck. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you own uh, a store uh, you know, you own the prop, you own the, the, the business. So it's very important for you to be making a profit and, you know, earning a living and, you know, living off of that and paying your workers. The workers uh, are, you know, working for you, but they're not as invested in it as you are because, you know, you're the one that it's your business. It's, you know, what you, anyway, again, going off track here. So, you know, the, the workers don't care as much for the sheep as the shepherd, the good shepherd does. Um, uh, then, uh, let's see, don't, uh, they don't belong to him. Oh, they, they don't really care about them. I'm sorry, I'm mumbling here. Okay, sorry. All right, let's get back on track. Uh, I am the good shepherd. We're down in 14. I know my own sheep and they know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. And we know that. You know, Jesus has said this before. 
he gives that prophecy that he knows that he's going to be raised up on the cross. He knows that he's going to be crucified. And he knows that he's given his life uh, because that is exactly what he came to this earth for. <clears throat> the Father loves me because I sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. So I think that he's saying there, I'm going to sacrifice my life, but then I'm going to rise from the dead again. And I sacrifice it voluntarily because it's God's will. And he knows that. For this is what my Father has commanded. And then uh, going down to Jesus claims to be the Son of God uh, at Hanukkah. Um, they're asking him, you know, are you going to tell us? You're holding us in suspense. And, you know, he's already told them. You know, it's like, what, why aren't you getting this? I have already told you and you don't believe me. Uh, the proof is the work I do in my Father's name, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. So again, is he alluding to the Pharisees and the religious leaders here? Because they're the ones that are kind of pressing him. I think they're trying to get him to admit and say it out loud um, so that they can arrest him for blasphemy, I think. So my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my father has given them to me and he is more powerful than anyone else. Uh, the Father and I are one. And then, again, they're about ready to stone him. And he says, you know, for what good works are you going to stone me? You know, I'm a good guy. I'm doing good things in the name of, you know, in, in the name of God. And you're going to stone me for it. And they're like, we're, we're stoning you for the blasphemy. Because you're a mere man. And then it says here, and I did look it up. Uh, I think it was um, Psalms. Uh, 82.6, where it says this, and I made a little note of it. Um, it is written in your own scriptures that God, so he's, I think, he's, again, he's talking to the Pharisees. Uh, it is written in your own scriptures that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say you are gods, and you know that the scriptures cannot be altered. So if those people who received God's message were called gods, why do you call it blasphemy when I say I am the son of God? After all, the Father set me apart and sent me into the world. Don't believe me unless I carry out my Father's work. But if I do his work, believe in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done, even if you don't believe me. Then you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. And then, uh, then the very last line uh, where they say... Um, John didn't perform miraculous signs, they remarked to one another, but everything he, John, said about this man has come true. And many were there, uh, believed in Jesus. So again, you know, they're trying to, you know, trap him and, and so that they can arrest him or, you know, kill him. And uh, again, Jesus is, you know, coming back with, uh, you know, his support from the scriptures, which is what they are supposed to be teaching from. So, so that's it for chapter 10 for today. Uh, as always, good stuff. Um, Jesus is the good shepherd, bottom line. And, uh, you know, believe in him and you will have eternal life. It's that simple. I always say it, you know, they keep questioning as to who Jesus was. And Jesus, you know, was was who he says he was. He says he was God and he was. Um, because if he wasn't, then he's a liar. And you can't be a good person if you're a liar. So, you know, that's bottom line. 
So <clears throat> if you haven't made uh, a choice for Jesus, if you haven't uh, become a Christ follower, then here is your moment to do that. Um, always going to give you that uh, opportunity uh, because we don't want not one person going through these readings uh, without feeling like they can say uh, their the prayer and uh, start their new life in Christ. So, so let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, here I am putting my face right into the camera. Sorry. <laughs> if you said that for the first time, uh, congratulations. Today is a new day. It's a, it's a, you're reborn. You know, God, uh, Jesus says you have to be reborn and they don't get it. You know, how do I go? I can't get back into my mother's womb. And that's not what we're talking about. This is a spiritual cleansing. This is the Holy Spirit coming into you and, and taking over your life. And the more you read, the more you understand God's plan. So congratulations. We encourage you to uh, get to a church, a local church, or an online church. If you don't feel like comfortable uh, going into a, a church right now because of the COVID, then um, go online. There's so many different churches you can uh, follow um, and uh, get involved. Uh, you can you can do online stuff, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I'm, I am. I'm doing it right now. I'm trying to, you know, build this ministry. So... <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, congratulations. Mark it in your Bible. Again, uh, we use the Daily Walk Bible. I think you can see it, the New Living Translation. You can get it on Amazon uh, or any Christian bookstore online. I think it was about $10, $15. Um, and, you know, I use just a pencil, but there are special markers that you can use. I always find that they bleed through. It's kind of annoying to me, so I use a pencil. So mark your Bible today that today was the day uh, that you uh, came to know Christ and um, go live your life for Christ. So thank you again for joining me. Uh, I pray blessings over everyone. Um, look for the blessings. Look for the joy in what's going on in this world. I know you see a lot of stuff on the news and... Uh, some of it is true, some of it's not, some of it's muddied. Uh, I, you know, it's, uh, educate yourself and, uh, and don't just go with one news source. You know, try to, try to broaden your horizon and, uh, and listen to many different sources that you can, um, you can judge for yourself. Um, so God bless you, uh, whether it's the morning, the noon, the night. God bless you. Have a great day day and uh i will i'm sorry i'm looking at my little pause button there i will see you tomorrow god bless you bye bye